You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff. First in the end zone. Touchdown! With Boomer Asiasen and Mike Valenti. All right, welcome in one and all. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Week 12, Booms, how are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Good to see you again and uh, to talk to you again as we get ready for week 12 here. Three in the books already. I got to tell you, uh, I think the Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings, both very impressive uh, yesterday. The Bills are holding on by a thread with all the injuries that they've got going on right now. I'm going to address everything you just said, but not before. America demands answers. Don't BS anybody. All right. Who did the suit? Who did the suit yesterday? Electric. You showed everybody up. Come on. I appreciate that. Yes, my man Victor Talbot here in New York is the guy that uh, dresses me each and every week, and I'm I'm glad you're watching now. I, did you used to watch, or are you only watching now because you know we have this show together? No, I watch. Come on. I just come on. You jumped off the screen. Plus, I, I tell you. You ought to hand that business card over to Coach Cower. He was dressed like a Bond villain. I don't know what that was. The well, turtleneck, the high turtleneck blazer look. look he, li- he likes the turtlenecks, and and Phil likes to go with the uh, you know the without a tie, and then somebody's got a Woo. class to join up. So that's what me, JB, and Nate do. <laughs> All right, let's hit the rundown. We're going to address everything Boomer had to say and a whole lot more. This is the NFL rundown. All right, so boom, let's do this. I want to start with the Thursday games, like you said, and then really a storyline of the week uh, that emanated from New York. So let's start with the Bills. I'm just at a point it's clear Josh Allen isn't right. So my question to you is, when or if will he be? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, there's there's uh, no question that his arm is bothering him. But, you know, when he needed to make a throw yesterday, he made the throw and we were talking uh, this morning in New York, I should say Friday morning in New York, about his performance. And, and the the thing that I take away from his performance is that he's not going to lose games. I mean, he's going to go and do everything he possibly can to win a football game. And he's done that now two weeks in a row against the Browns and against, of course, the Lions uh, on Thursday. So uh, he's not 100%. Their team is not 100%. They have a no. ton of injuries. And if this Von Miller... Uh, injury is worse than it's being reported, and he end up he's going to end up missing the rest of the season. Uh, they're they're going to have real problems. So um, I, I think he's a tremendous player, um, Josh Allen. I think he's just going through a slump. You know, uh, batters go through slumps, and I think he can get it right. And the one thing I will say, that throw that he threw to Stephon Diggs was money, and that's what a big time quarterback does when he doesn't have his best stuff. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny, Boomer, is the average fan looks at it and goes, well, geez, maybe the Bills aren't as good as we thought. It's like, guys, they were down to three defensive ends yesterday. Three. And it wasn't the three they wanted to play. I mean, Epineza didn't play. Rousseau didn't play. You lose Von Miller. I, that's how good they are. See, I take it that you're able to win that game yesterday. 
the way that had gone, that's not a sign that they're bad. It's a sign that they're that good. But yeah, I'm with you. Booms. Vaughn is the game. He's a game wrecker. He's the closer. They lose him. It's going to force me to look at them a little different long term. Well, well, it's a long season. And, you know, all these teams are going to go through ups and downs. Some have them earlier in the season. Some right the ship late in the season, kind of like what San Francisco, I think, has done. Uh, you got to get through the injury bug. And right now, that's exactly what the Bills are dealing with. Now, interesting for them is next week, they play on Thursday night, prime time, and uh, it's prime video against the New England Patriots. And that ought to be, you know, a knockdown, drag, drag out fight again. They just need to get some healthy bodies back. Booms the Giants. Is this it? Are we in real trouble here? Yeah, they are <laughs> is, in trouble. Is the spiral about to happen? They are in trouble, you know, and, and the coach has done a great job. Uh, to this point, and you know there is no coaching malpractice with him. I mean, he does the no. right thing. He he feels the game. Uh, you hire a coach because number one, he's a leader of men. There's no question about that. And number two, you hire him because of his football acumen, his understanding of situational football during the game. And he knew yesterday uh, on uh, I guess it was the beginning of the third quarter when the Cowboys went down eight minutes and, and change with the ball that the that the momentum had flipped so he's got to go for it on fourth and one and his quarterback can't make an easy play so now the question that they have to ask themselves is Daniel Jones the guy moving forward I don't think they have an answer to that yet and plays like that yesterday even though I know Daniel is not playing with a full deck out there uh, he's got to make that throw. He's got to make that play in order to give his team a chance to win. And unfortunately, he was un- unable to do that. Yeah, and and again, injuries have just really mounted. They were down four offensive linemen. You're down four of your top five receivers. I'd argue all five, considering Kenny Galladay's a nothing burger. You're starting to feel it, Booms. And that's, uh, look, no team needs the 10 days off more than them. I got to ask you about Zach Wilson. So... Big week. I'm sure you were all over it in New York. But, I mean, how much damage was done based on the way he handled the post game? Salah had to do something I don't know that he wanted to do. But take me through it. And what does the future hold here with Zach Wilson and the Jets? Well, I'm not giving up on him just yet. And I think Rob Salah said it right. You know, he needs a reset. He's not even going to dress this week for the game against the Chicago Bears. And what he means by that is got to get him back out on the practice field. He's got to work on his fundamentals. As mundane as that sounds, it is important. He's looked like he's lost his way, especially last week. You know, he had a couple guys that were wide open. He either sailed the ball over their head or he threw it into their feet, much like, you know, if you're a second baseman or a catcher that had the yips. Uh, that's what Zach Wilson looks like. And I think, you know, the fact that it's a home game, it's against the Bears, if they trotted him out there and he got off to a bad start, uh, the Jet fan would be relentless. He's played 21 games. He's had some up moments. He's had some down moments. But really, you got to understand that he needs to realize – who he is in the big picture of things, and what he says is going to be taken apart. And I think that's really one of the reasons why it's been so intense around here against him. A lot of people didn't like what he said after the game against the New England Patriots. I didn't like it. I I, hated it. And he needs to learn how to become a leader. And I think later on in the week, he started saying things that made a little bit more sense, but uh, ultimately it's going to come back to performance. And really the question is, is Mike White the answer for the New York Jets? No. No, I don't short think long term. term. Maybe I mean, short term. Might get you a W, but yeah, long term, no. No, Absolutely I don't think so not. either. And and really, honestly, I think Mike White is the savior for Rob Sala because he could have lost the team had they trotted Zach out there again. I, I just think that Mike White's a very popular guy in the locker room. Uh, most of the guys really enjoyed playing with him last year, 
And I think that's what they're hoping that they're going to get out of him this year. Just a little bit of a spark because their defense is so much better than it was last year that as long as he's not turning it over, he will give them a chance to win on offense. Uh, I want to ask you about Cliff Kingsbury. I know we've talked about it a couple of times. That whole thing is a dumpster fire. But is this the beginning of the end? I mean, the embarrassing loss, I understand you didn't have Kyler, followed by a coach being let go in disgrace, Cliff saying he's not making any changes. You feel like he's he's the next to go? It feels bad, that's for sure. The question is, is how much does the Bid, Bidwell family want to pay? You know, uh, he just got a new contract, and so did Steve Kime, their general manager. Everything out of Arizona tells me that, you know, Kyler Murray's running the organization, which is an embarrassment in itself. No quarterback should ever run the organization, no matter who you are, unless, of course, you are dedicated to your craft and you do it the right way like Tom Brady does. That's a different story. That's not who Kyler Murray is, and and certainly Cliff Kingsbury is letting him get away with it. The one thing I did uh, really enjoy Monday night down in Azteca Stadium in Mexico City was Troy Aikman calling out uh, the defense of the Cardinals, and that is a reflection of the coach. So, uh, you know, that that locker room might have already turned off their coach, and their coach uh, might end up, end up losing his job because of that. All right, it's been two weeks, my man, and I, I know you adore this moment, but coaching malpractice is back, and I, I need you to talk me off a ledge because it, it almost upended Thanksgiving. Dan Campbell has made his way back, and he has made history now. This is the first coaching malpractice double dip. Twice in the same game, he didn't learn his lesson. I'll run through it quick. First half, you got the ability to run the clock down to the two-minute warning, your, your, your goal to go. Why is it relevant? It's relevant because you don't want to leave Josh Allen time. He doesn't do it. He doesn't know the rules coming out of an injury that the clock winds and starts. Then they throw an incomplete pass to compound the error, stopping the clock with 204, meaning no matter what you do next, the Bills get to enjoy the two-minute warning. So the Bills end up with roughly an extra 55 seconds, and you guess it, they steal three to end the half. All right, bad enough. Second half now closing you got 35 seconds to go you're in field goal range it's third inches all you got to do get the first down and booms they were money in third and shorts yesterday their offensive line was owning the front we talked about the bills not having any healthy d linemen these guys these geniuses decide to throw a bomb stops the clock so now the bills are gifted 23 seconds that shouldn't exist wait for it they come down the field and beat you. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Boomer. On one hand, this team goes to the mattresses for this coach, and on the other, he kills them with this stuff. Help me, help me work through this. All right, so first and foremost, let's give Tony Romo a lot of credit because he was talking about exactly what you're talking about at the end of the first half. And, you know, you got to know when the game clock and the down clock are running simultaneously. And, you know, one thing that they were talking about yesterday at least the Lions were going into the game, is that they have to control the game, they got to control the ball, they can't turn it over, and they got to eat up as much clock as they possibly can. I don't know if you saw us at halftime, but I was talking about, you know, mismanagement of the clock. It drives me crazy. You know, I'm sure they have like 10 analytic dweebs on the staff <laughs> in Detroit that you can have piped down into your headset to tell you what to do. And, you know, it's great to be a leader of men. It's great to, you know get the guys all fired up and have the fire and brimstone talks. But ultimately, a, a coach has got to manage games the right way. And nobody does it better than Bill Belichick. I've done a ton of his games. And the things that he used to come up with and still comes up with in this day and age to win games just by his decision-making is remarkable. And that's why Dan Campbell loses games because of decisions like he made yesterday. And I'm not so sure that Buffalo wouldn't have used all their timeouts at the end of the game to kind of, you know, condense the the clock and all that other stuff and stop the clock. But you're you're exactly right and it just drove us all crazy on the set watching this unfold and the way that he has mismanaged it. So they obviously need somebody to be in his ear to help him with these situations. For a moment, go inside the locker room. I, I just do it's clear he he is he is one with this team. They play hard for him, right? They love this guy. Is there a point though where these decisions bleed over and players begin to go, "I like this guy, but he's killing us"? Or do players not think that way? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes players don't even know the situations themselves. Um, but you know, that's what you're relying on the coaching staff for to to make the right call to make uh, the. The call timeouts at the right time. You know, it's amazing to me that sometimes I watch uh, players on the field have no awareness of where they are, what's going on. Should I get out of bounds? Shouldn't I get out of bounds? And to give you the and the opposite of that is Steph Diggs catches the ball right down the middle of the field. He goes down, and as soon as he goes down, he gets up and he calls timeout. Now Josh Allen's probably doing the same thing with the referee and umpire behind him. But you know, the the interesting thing is is that. I'm not so sure that all the players know exactly what the coach is doing and why he's doing it. All I can tell you is that if they hear it enough from people like you and me, they'll start asking questions, and that's when you really wonder about the credibility of the coach to help you win games in tight spots like that. And you know what? Shout out to Steph Diggs, too, Booms, because I know you and I are both rough on wide receivers with the diva routine. His body language was completely positive yesterday. He was pumping his own team up. He's a smart dude. He was hyping up Allen because Allen was ready to have a meltdown. Like, that's an example of, like, a rare moment where a wide receiver was a bit of a team leader. So yeah. I, I just enjoyed seeing it. Yeah, some would say, oh, that's selfish. He wants the ball. No, 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 no. That's not what he was doing yesterday. And you saw after the game when Tracy Wolfson was uh, 
interviewing them, you know, he just said, number 17, that's my guy. That's my guy. I love my quarterback. And, yep. you know, that's what the Jets have got the hope that Garrett Wilson someday is saying about Zach Wilson when they win games like the way the Buffalo Bills won yesterday. That's what you say about your suit guy. That's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. That's exactly. my dude. That's my, cor- <laughs> that's my haberdasher. Um, all right. Concern level for the Eagles. Boomer. What? Um, I mean, look, you could you could say technically Goddard out, Jordan Davis out. That's why they look the way they do. Or does this go deeper? No, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about them. Jordan Davis is out. That was a big one. That's why they went and got Dominican Sue and they and they brought in Linville Joseph just to shore up uh, that defensive line. You know, you were talking about the Buffalo Bills and all the injuries. You know, depth has always been a key with the Eagles and the uh, and the Bills throughout the early part of this season. You know, they had eight defensive linemen. They were rotating everybody. And that's that's pristine. That's perfect. But as the season goes on, you're going to have these injuries. And, and you know, guys are going to get tired. Guys are going to get beat up. And they're not going to play as well as they did maybe three or four weeks ago. That's, I think, what's going on with Josh Allen. I think the Eagles are going to be fine. I really do. I think they're going to be a team that is going to be right there battling for the number one um, you know, pole position for the playoffs all year long the rest of the way, and and they're going to be really, really tough to beat in their own building. And I just want to do the last one because I want to shout out something Boomer said, people, and he's nailed this. He introduced the name Lou Anaromo early in the year, and it's something that once you heard Boomer say it, if you watch the Bengals, you're seeing it. It happened in real time last week. Pickett had a really nice first half. Steelers up at the half. And Aromo does what he does. You don't score on them in the second half. They hold Pittsburgh to three. Pickett looks lost. Booms, it's something you pointed out. You nailed it. But briefly, I mean, is this really halftime adjustments, or is this dude just a wizard on the on the clipboard here, and they're going on the fly? No, it is halftime. No, it is halftime adjustments. And the first time that we really noticed it was last year's playoff run for the Bengals because their second half uh, defensive performances against Kansas City and Tennessee were really were really great. Also against the Raiders too in their first playoff game. So I think he's a, an underrated defensive coordinator. A lot of people don't know who he is, but he's certainly a guy who makes those halftime adjustments that do work. We don't need to make any adjustments. We're on fire with the picks, and they're coming at you next. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.